Hello, old dogs. This is your host and top dog, Bill Manicero. Today's show is a special rebroadcast of one of our most popular episodes. I'm introducing the show under the banner, Best of Old Dogs REI Network Podcast. Well, enjoy. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manacero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is A Beginner's Guide to Making Money in Real Estate. But before we get started, I got to say to all you guys out there, Happy New Year. Uh, are you guys just stoked for this new year? We have such a great opportunity. If you are involved in real estate investing, 2020 is a awesome year. I can tell you right now, good stuff is happening. A lot of great markets, a lot of great opportunities out there. This is the year to start if you haven't started yet. If you've already started, well, I think that the, even though you've already started, I think there's going to be some good stuff for you in this episode, even though it's called a beginner's guide to making money, because there's other ways of making money in real estate that we may not have thought about. So uh, before I get started, I always like to throw in a little tip here. Okay, big area, your, your rental guy, especially out-of-state guys, okay, you got rental properties, the turnaround, okay, that's, that's basically where you have... Uh, a tenant exit and a new tenant come in. Well, they can't just come right into that place because generally it has to be, something has to be done to, you know, spruce it up. Maybe it's, it, it was a great tenant and they left the place almost spotless. I mean, there's still a few things you got to do and you got to go check everything and you got to make sure everything works. And, um, before the new tenant comes in. And generally, if the tenant's been there for a little while, there's going to be some painting, maybe some carpet cleaning, maybe replace a carpet, maybe put in a hardwood floor, which I would really recommend if you don't have rentals right now that are hardwood floors or tile, like especially in like southern parts of the state, uh, like Texas and and uh, uh, Florida and so forth, where you, you, know, you can get away with a lot of tile throughout the house. Nonetheless, this is a this is a big area. It can be so expensive, um, especially if you're relying on a property manager to do these turnarounds. You know, one you don't always have a say on the who those vendors are that are going to be coming in there, the contractors, and and switching things out. I mean, I've literally had to fly back to my rentals, uh, find a an actual handyman, and work alongside the guy to do the turnaround for like half the price of what they were going to charge. Um, and it was even cheaper, even considering my airfare to fly back there as well. Um, so sometimes it can be really expensive. So there. This this is a little tip, and I'm going to try to throw in these little tips that'll help you. Um, if you have a rental property 
And you have, for example, the sliding glass doors that are on the bathtubs. Okay, bathtubs and and in bathrooms in general can be, you know, kind of a, a pain, it, you know, to have to maintain and keep up because there's just a lot of wear and tear that goes on in the bathrooms. And so, um, if you have the sliding glass doors, my recommendation would be to just get rid of them because they can be a real pain. They can also be dangerous. Um, they're they're just not necessary for a rental property. And so, you know, just your typical shower curtain, you put it up, you can get some real decorative ones that look real nice and with nice hooks and, and a little bar that goes up there. Um, and you can trade those out for just pennies on the dollar compared to, you know, trying to fix those doors that have all kinds of issues with them. So, you know, just a, just a recommendation, something you can take out. Another thing on that too, Instead of you know replacing tile and doing this this big massive rehab in your bathrooms, and again it's a rental property, so you're trying to reduce your expenses. Just reglaze, reglaze the tub, reglaze the tiles. Um, it it can look great. It'll look fine. You know, just in white and uh, um, you know, especially if you had like that white subway tile. It, it just it just looks really really good, and it is at a fraction of the cost of putting in a new you know, maybe it's a whole shell with, you know, with the, the, the kit or maybe it's, you know, it's new tile or what have you. Not worth it. If you can, you know, reglaze the tub, you know, it averages around 200 and something, 250, 220, 270. It just depends on, on what you can find in your area. But that is a, you want to grab a company that has done a lot of this, that does it like every day so that they, they know what to do and they know how to do it well. So that's the tip for today. Anyway, let's jump into our beginner's guide here. Okay. It's called a beginner's guide to making money in real estate. So we're starting off a new year. I'm sure there's a lot of you listening that are maybe haven't quite taken that step yet. But man, what a, what a great time to do it. Uh, 2020 is good. There's a lot of good markets. There's a lot of good things going on out there. So, um, But you're considering, how should I get involved in real estate? Because there are a lot of different different types of real estate investing. When it comes to investment, real estate is really proven to generate some of the highest returns. So it is a great place, especially if you're retired or moving into retirement and you want to be able to, to make sure you've got the funds there to be able to not only just endure it and get through it, but uh, to be able to enjoy your retirement years and be prepared for, you know, the things that are ahead, maybe it may be assisted living or other issues that you want to make sure you have the funds for that that burden doesn't fall onto your kids or family members. However, many people are kind of unsure about how to make money in real estate and are still weary about investing in the U.S. housing market. Some find it too complicated, while others think that they need a lot of money to get started. And we've talked a lot about this in the past, and that is not true. You do not need a lot of money to get. I think you do have to have some money to get started, but um, there are a lot of creative ways where you don't even have to have any money. So you can check on past episodes and no money, <laughs> just type in no money in our search bar and you'll find all kinds of episodes about how you can do that. But you know, these are, these are valid reasons, um, but not always necessarily true. If you're a newbie investor, you can invest in income property in multiple different ways, directly, indirectly with bad credit score, with no credit, or even with no money and still make money. So if you're a first-time investor or considering real estate investing, here are some of the real estate investment strategies to consider. 
Or I might add to that, if you're already investing, maybe you're doing rental properties, but you want to diversify. And a lot of my buddies out there that are investors do that. Some of them will also be a hard money lender or there'll be other types of uh, involved in other things like deeds and liens and things like that. I'm just going to give you some of those areas that uh, you might be able to be involved with. I think the most obvious one is the one we talk about here, is, and that's rental properties, long-term uh, rental properties. Um, as a new real estate investor, you can make a living through owning residential properties. That's right. You can generate a, a salary that may be commensurate to the salary that you had when you were working, maybe even more. And I've had plenty of folks that that started investing in real estate and make more money in real estate than they ever made in, in any of their previous jobs. Now, now, rental properties can be a house, a single family dwelling, um, a multifamily property like a duplex or fourplex or apartment buildings, condos, townhomes, um, you know, th those types of things. It could also be a, even a mobile home property. Um, uh, possibly. And this is one of the, the best ways to really make money in real estate, I believe, is rental properties. Since people will always need a place to live, there's going to be demand in any economy and in any environment. Uh, rental properties will always be in demand. So why exactly should you consider investing in real estate rentals? Here's a few reasons, just a couple of quick ones here. Steady cash flow. Okay. Investors can enjoy a long-term passive income from their rental properties. The, the cash flow is more predictable and stable compared to other forms of investment. So you just, it just, it just that constant checks that are coming in, you get properties that you got good tenants in there. I mean, that is just going to be like clockwork. You're going to be receiving that money. Tax benefits, great benefits. Most, uh, uh, I would say uh, tax benefits include things like depreciation, legal fees, maintenance and repairs, property taxes, travel expenses and insurance and all those things you can deduct. Um, and then it can enjoy, a, you know, a reduced uh, tax rate for long term investments as well. So there's there's some great tax benefits. Appreciation is another one, although, you know, most of us in our later years are, are looking at the cash flow aspect. You know, the added bonus is that that you're going to that property is going to increase in value over time. Now, I've had properties that have more than doubled in just a couple of years. So even as an old dog, you can see the value of appreciation, and 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 especially in today's market where prices are still going up. So you know that that's something that's really good, and it also has that value too later on. If you leave your your properties, for example, to your family, it's going to be worth that much more. Um, it's a hedge against inflation. Inflation actually works in favor of long-term rental property owners. With the cost of living rises, uh, we bump our rates uh, our rents up. So you know, the, uh, not only is the property value going up in price, but you're increasing your income from there as well. And so it works with inflation. Um, and then control. One of the best thing about owning a rental property is that you become your own boss. You have total control over what property you will buy, how much you will charge per month, which tenants will live in the rentals, and who will manage the property. So you have a, a lot, to, lot to say about that. And you can also do things to properties to increase their value and uh, further increase that control aspect. The first step in how you make money in real estate rentals is to ensure that the your location is strategic. That's really, really important. Um, you know, they do say location, location, location. I believe, you know, real estate is about relationships, 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 but, it, but they're both important. 
the location of your, for example, if your your multifamily home or a condo or single family home or apartment is actually you know, more important than the condition of the investment property itself. Now, I have a, an old duplex uh, built 1900. OK, and yeah, it's been upgraded. You know, it's but, it, you know, it's still an older building. But I, I bought it in a great place in Indianapolis and it you know, it tripled in value, you know, within the first couple of years. And I've never had problems finding renters for this place. So, um, you know, even a distressed house in a great location could turn out to be a very lucrative investment. You know, combining that with the buy and hold real estate investment strategy, a long-term rental property in a good real estate market will generate passive, uh, positive cash flow for a long time to come. Another area, and we talked about this a fair amount as well on our show, is the fix and flipper, right? Um, and I'm sure you've heard of this, thanks to the popularity of such shows as Extreme Makeover and Home Edition and, and uh, you know, all these shows on flipping that are out there, and there's a ton of them. Um, but, you know, it's people are making money, and that's, that's why it's so popular. The house flipping market has experienced a massive boom. And right now, during a seller's market, it seems to be doing even, even better. Um, but fix and flip basically involves buying a distressed home below market value, renovating it, and then selling it at a higher price. Real simple. However, navigating the waters of this market can be very tricky and also understanding the costs involved. And, uh, you know, there's definitely an experience and a knowledge um, basis that you're going to have to have going into it so that you don't, you know, make some bad decisions because um, you can underestimate the cost of repairs and fixes uh, or it's market value. It's, it's uh, after repair value. Um, and you could end up losing money if you don't know what you're doing. But for those that do, it it has been very lucrative. Another one is wholesaling. We've talked about this as well, which is a neat way, especially if you don't have money, is you just have to find somebody willing to sell and you find somebody willing to buy and you bring the two together and you basically get a finder's fee in the middle of all that. It's called flipping contracts or, um, you know, it's it's a way for people to be able to find something, make money in real estate without having that cash up front. And then once you start making money doing this, you can build it up and then you can start buying property. So it's it's pretty neat. Um, also, short sales are one of those overlooked strategies that comes to uh, how people are making money in real estate. A short sale often happens when a property owner has defaulted on his or her mortgage, but the home is yet to go into foreclosure. So since the property is being sold for less than is owed, all properties involved must agree to the transaction. This can be a great chance to make good returns without having to make excessive renovations. However, you might have to make the full payment in cash. The good news is that you can negotiate a relatively low price since the bank is desperate to get rid of these properties. So um, a lot of times, you know, you, you, you're looking at pre-foreclosures or foreclosures and getting into that kind of a deal. Another one, and, and again, this is one that we've we've benefited from significantly is the, the short-term rental or Airbnb types of uh, properties. Um, it's You can't talk about making money in real estate, I believe, without mentioning short-term rentals and vacation rental properties. With more and more travelers looking for alternative accommodation options to hotels, the demand for short-term rentals and vacation rentals has grown significantly. Having a vacation rental property or a, a, just a short-term rental property in a popular location can therefore generate lots of passive income for real estate investors. It's also a very um, economical way to get involved. You can get started um, 
even if you don't own the property, okay, you can find somebody else that is interested in getting renters in their property uh, and negotiate with them what's called Airbnb arbitrage. And you don't even have to pay, um, you know, to purchase the property. You may have to pay the lease on it each month, but you're making money over and beyond the lease. And uh, so there's platforms like uh, Airbnb, HomeAway, and VRBO that are really great for these types of things. And they're set up, you know, to, to help the the host to be able to do this all relatively easy. The The key thing is, however, you should really note that not, not all cities are real Airbnb friendly. So you have to make sure you check your city's regulations and laws before placing your property on Airbnb or before you get involved with somebody else's properties on Airbnb. Another uh, good uh, avenue to get involved with real estate is real estate investment trusts or REITs. Okay, uh, with REITs you're not directly buying or selling real estate. Um, if you don't, let's say, have enough cash to buy a property, it's kind of nice to be be able to still benefit from real estate in in its growth. Um, REITs are similar to investing in mutual stocks or funds. A, a REIT basically pulls money from various individuals and invests in different income producing properties. They could be hotels, retail space, office buildings, commercial real estate or apartment buildings. And investors are then paid dividends when the properties, investment properties generate a profit. Um, another that we've talked about here is syndications. Um, this is an opportunity for somebody, whether you're accredited or a non-accredited investor, um, to get involved in like big property, you know, uh, big deals, kind of like what the REITs are investing in. It can be hotels or um, apartment buildings or what have you. Uh, without You can get involved with these without having to worry about managing it. And, and you just have to be able to make sure it's a good sponsor in the property. Um, you know, you've done a good analysis of the property, so you know it's a good investment. As an LP, uh, which is a limited partner, a GP, a general partner, or as a sponsor, which is the person that actually is involved in the offering itself, you can make great returns by investing in somebody else's high return property. Um, and not only that, but, you know, uh, a lot of syndications also have a payout period. They'll hold it for three to five years, maybe seven years, maybe 10 years. But when they sell it, um, the investors that are involved in the syndication also get a big bonus payout at the end. Um, you can also be a lender. Uh, this is another uh, good uh, good area too is maybe you have just some extra cash and you want to just get a good return you don't want to have to mess with land you know be a landlord and mess with tenants and all that stuff um, so you can become like a hard money lender um, or a private lender um, and you can benefit from you know the great real estate profits that other people are making that are that are buying rental properties and are much more active investors so um, there are some platforms for example too like uh, lendingclub.com where you can do this and it's just really easy you just go right on and you fill out the application you can start lending money to people but you want to make sure that you know you're lending uh, with projects or individuals that you feel comfortable with hard money lending same kind of thing usually it's uh, used a lot with flipping so you know getting in contact with flippers and, and people that are doing sort of short term uh, projects, you can you can make a great return with the hard money. Um, and then there's the area of uh, notes, deeds, and liens. Um, again, you're buying um, 
notes, uh, you know, that basically entitles you to an actual real property. Um, it's, it could be a lien or a deed as well. And, and uh, that allows you to get uh, not only monthly dividends or payments from that, but if it defaults, you own that property and you could either sell that property or sell the note. Um, you have a lot of options there, but it's a lot more passive than, again, managing a rental property, for example. And then the final one I have is house hacking. Now, house hacking is, is more of a strategy, but it is a way that you can get into a property. Now, for example, I think for us that are retirement age or already or retired, we're looking at, you know, great ways to get into real estate, but maybe we don't want to necessarily, you know, put out a lot of money. And so what you can do with house hacking is it's kind of nice because you can actually find a property. It could be a duplex, triplex, or a fourplex, small, you know, or it could be an apartment building. And you, you go in there and basically if you sell your home and, and I know plenty of people that, you know, just kind of downsized said, you know, we, we don't want to need to live in this big house anymore. Our kids are all grown up and they're gone. Um, and if you can take the income from that and you can put it into a property like one of these other properties, you can live there. You can get a great loans. You know, they have uh, FHA loans that are like 3%, 3.5% down to get in. Um, you can move into one of the units and or, and or if it's an apartment building, you can move into one of the units. You rent out the rest of it and you will benefit from the income. Your, your rent will be paid each month, uh, your mortgage payment, and you can benefit. You know, you've got this home here. You don't have to take much, you know, really take, care of you can have an outside property manager that does all the work and you just live there and you can go travel and you have a place to come back and so it's kind of neat to do house hacking in your senior years if that's uh, something that might be of interest but it's also a good way to get started too because you can live in a property like that for you have to it required if you do the fha loan you have to stay there at least a year but if um, you you don't you know after that you can move out and you can do the same thing and do another house and and then stay there a year and then move out to the next one. And, you know, in the meantime, you're building up this great portfolio of properties. So so those are just some, it's not all of the, uh, the various uh, types of real estate investing, but some of the more popular ones that you can take a look at. Um, as you can see, you know, there are plenty of options and whether it's passive or more passive or higher return or less return, um, they all have their their benefits. And there are even ways, you know, you can invest with no money. And I mentioned that earlier. Um, so there's really no reason you can't get started in real estate investing. And like I said, 2020 is going to be a great time for investors. Well, that's it for today. Please note, Old Dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled A Beginner's Guide to Making Money in Real Estate. So until next time, remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Thanks again for listening. Happy New Year and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.